Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransombello. Amen. And I'm sure that this season is the birthing process um, for someone because whenever God wants to do something new in your life, He usually will put you in some level of pain. And some level of discomfort to bring the new level. So we're pressing into deeper levels in God. Amen. 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 Many of us are about to be transitioned into another phase entirely. 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 For some of us, it's a financial breakthrough. For some of us, it's it's breakthrough in your workplace. For some of you, it's a relationship breakthrough. For some of us, it is breakthrough in your body. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But we must always remember that God deserves the praise. He deserves the praise. Our Father deserves the praise. The Bible says that you have been made kings and priests, which means that you have a responsibility to your Father to always be in the place of giving him praise and worship. For your praise and your worship comes up to God as a sweet smelling salvo. It's your ministry. So when you wake up in the morning, you must fulfill your priestly ministry. You must be conscious of the fact that you are an embodiment of praise. You are an embodiment of worship. And it is your duty. So can you say after me, it's my duty to be praiseful. It's my duty to be a worshiper. Hallelujah. This, this year we've been talking about the fact that it's our year of faith and rest, which means to say that um, God is bringing us into our rest experientially. And we also said that our position will match our experience in this year, which means that what we are, all that we are in Christ Jesus is going to be a reflection. There will be a reflection of our experience with our position. Hallelujah. So, are going to be able to say this is who we are in Christ and this is what I see. I see it physically. And we said it's our year of faith and rest because by faith you're going to access the things that are hidden. The things that are in the spirit. For God has blessed you with all spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you are blessed already with all spiritual blessings. Can we say all? all. Let's say it again. Say all spiritual blessings. So whatever blessing you are praying for, he has blessed you already. Do you understand it? You are, not, you are not standing, you are not begging God to do something for you that he hasn't done. He has done it already. But you will see it in the manifest, in the, in the natural. Praise the Lord. So it's our year of faith and rest. And we believe that God will bring you into that place where you begin to experience the blessings of God for your life. Hallelujah. Briefly, if you have your Bibles, before we go into the next session, I want you to turn with me to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 verse We're going to start from verse 16. Romans chapter 4 verse 16. Right, it says, Therefore, 
it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Verse 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. This is your perspective now. Verse 19 of verse 18. 18, yes, verse 18. Who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations. Who against hope believed and then he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. Verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. Giving glory to God. This is somebody's word. God says to you right now, do not waver. Don't shake. Don't let the unbelief take you out of the promise. Stay steadfast with the promise. Because he who has called you is faithful. Praise the Lord. Um, this evening, I just want to encourage you. And I have to let you know that destiny basically... It's all about a promise and to different levels for which God will call you to occupy. There is always a promise. But before you get to the promise, there must be a process before you get to the promise. So the promise is what he has told you will happen. How many of you believe that you are children of promise? If you believe that, can I see your hands? Amen. Now, there is a promise about your life, a promise for you to live as a king here. A promise for you to enjoy the best of God for you. There's a promise. You have been promised already. But before we get to every promise, there is always a process. Always a process. And the reason why there is a process is because before God takes you to the actualization of the promise, he has to make you ready. He has to make you able to handle where he's taking you to. So, he doesn't want a situation whereby you have become a blessed basket, so to speak. Because when he pours his blessing upon you, you should not leak but you should be able to handle the blessings of God that he has given to you. So the process is always a preparation time for you because of the promise. And the promise came before the process. As a matter of fact, the process is because there is a promise. 
So if you are in a process, it's because he's taking you somewhere. You understand that? It's because he's leading you somewhere. Everybody has his or her process. Everybody does. But the problem is that we are usually more stuck with the pain of the process and we can move past the pain of the process and we lose focus on the promise and we are stuck with the pain. You see, God never said that there will never be a pain. There is a pain. But you must move past the pain because there is a promise. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy will surely come in the morning. So somebody's light is going to break. You understand that? Your light is going to break. It's just a matter of time. Secondly, your process is time bound. Which means that there is a timing to your process. So you must not elongate your process by not understanding why the process is. Because some of us, because we have lost sight of the promise, we have focused on the pain, not looking objectively to why God is calling you through that process. Now, your process is the gateway to the place of wealth. Yes. Because it says that um, he has brought us through the waters, Psalms chapter 66, through the fire, and he has brought you into a wealthy place. Which means that the wealthy place is not going to be arrived at by a different path. It is the path of the process in the pain that takes you to the place of wealth. So, your process is part of the plan. So, don't short-circuit your process. Amen. Amen. Now, the reason for your process is because he has to build character for you. Because you need character to sustain what he's going to give you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me, let me show you just one uh, uh, scripture. James chapter 1 verse, verse 3. James chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Somebody say it loud. What does it produce? Patience is a character. It's a virtue. That the trial of your faith there's a difference between temptation and trial. It's not the same. Trial, the difference is the intent. God doesn't tempt you. He tries you. But the, the devil will tempt you. But whichever one comes, it is to produce what? Patience. That the trial of your faith will produce what? Patience. 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 Character. Because you need character for the promise. You need character for the position in the future. And the problem with many of us young people is we don't want to go through the process. 
Now, find your context in this preaching because I don't have the time to begin to give examples or talk about your situation. But the truth is, what you are going through right now is a process. It is directing you somewhere. It's taking you to a particular path. Because in the place of privacy, you are going to begin to practice these things. And when you keep working what God has given to you on the inside, you will surely get to a place where in the public, you will become the man that everybody believes you are. And the man that God has told you, you will be. So I came to tell you that what you're going through is a process. Hallelujah. It's a process and it's just for a time. It's just for a short time. And all you need to do is to keep praising God in the midst of the process. Keep praising. I'm not going to belittle the pain. I won't diminish your pain. Because the one who is wearing the shoe is the one who knows how the thing hurts. Is that correct? You know how it feels. Hot is hot. Whether it's coming from any angle. Pain is pain. You feel pain, I feel pain. You feel hot, I feel hot. It's coming from different sides. But the truth is, that pain is to produce patience. Character. Let's see the next verse. Verse verse 4. Verse 4 says, um, but let patience have its perfect work. Who can tell me what perfect is? For those of you who are following, who, what is patience? What are, yes, teleu. What does it mean? Complete. It's not talking about the. It's not talking about the um, integrity of the virtue, but it's talking about the transition. The completeness. So that it takes its full course in your life. So the Bible says, let patience have its perfect work. So for those of us who are in the place of our process, be patient. Allow patience work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Allow patience work. Allow patience work. Don't, don't start the process again. Because if you don't understand the point, because to many of you, the point is the pain. But that's not the point. The point is the promise, not the pain. But if you are stuck with the pain, you will never understand why you are going through what you're going through. Somebody will look at Jesus and say, Jesus was not in the will of God because he was being crucified. But if you had the eyes of the spirit, you will realize that Jesus was in the will of God. The Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and he despised the shame. So how many of you are ready to despise the shame in the process? Are you ready to do that? There's a process for destiny. Destiny will always take you into levels where you have to understand that you must be patient for the process of each level. And you must know that you have to be a praiser in this place. Finally, um, there is usually a natural cause of what should happen to your faith. The, the natural thing that should happen to faith is that it's an inverse proportion. When, when faith 
is being talked about, as you look at faith in time, your faith is meant to dwindle in time. That's if you are attacked. For those of you who are going through stuff, the natural occurrence should be that your faith will get weaker in time. But there is what we call the supplements of faith. And one of the greatest supplements of faith is praise. Because as you praise, instead of your faith to go weaker, it becomes fatter. You know, when you stretch a rubber band, the rubber band thins out. So when your life is stretched in time, your faith may thin out. But when you keep praising, instead of your faith to thin out, it will fat out. <laughs> it's going to go bigger. Let's go back to Romans chapter 4 verse um, 20. Let me show you the amplified version. Let me show you the amplified version. Romans chapter 4 verse Verse 20. You see, the Bible says Abraham did not no unbelief I'm confused. No unbelief or distrust made him waver. Touch your neighbor say don't waver. Stand. Stand. Stand still. Stand still. Doubtingly questioned concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise. So, in time, the natural evidence of why your hope can be is glaring at you. But because you're going to praise, you will praise God and you will be strengthened in faith against all odds. That's the way life is. So for every level, you must praise on that level. Because when you praise on that level, you are going to praise yourself into another level. That's the way life works. You are going to praise yourself into another circle entirely. You must not stay stuck. You must understand why it's happening to you. There's a reason why God allowed it? That's a trial. The one God allows. Temptation. The one Satan brings. And the one you also bring for yourself. But all join. It is for the working of patience. Character. Why? Because you need character for the promise. Because when I have empowered you, I need to know that you have capacity enough. You understand what I'm saying? So your praise is vital for the level that you are on. And as you keep praising, as you maintain a, a heart of praise, you see, what comes out of your mouth is a fruit. But by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, which means that there is a root of praise in your heart. So praise does not begin with your lips. It begins from here. Your mouth should be speaking what your heart is licking. Your mouth should be divulging what your heart is full of. You're full of praise. So that in the midst of good, in the midst of bad, I'll praise him. It's all good, it's all bad, I'll praise him. You know what they told Job? They told Job, there was a conversation about Job. They said, um, uh, Satan and, and God came. They were both talking about Job. And 
and God was about to brag with Job. He said, have you seen my servant Job? That's called glory. When God begins to brag about you. You know, a rich man, when you know how rich a man is, is when you look at the wife and the kids. Because if his wealth is stuck to only him, he has inferiority complex. He has a complex. It's true. But a man who can dissipate his wealth so that you sit in the children and in the wife, in the family, the people around him, that's a man who is confident in who he is. So God is that way. God wants to brag about you. As a matter of fact, God is bragging about you. Have you seen my servant, um, prolific Mike? When he talks, the heavens open. God is bragging about you. Have you seen Pastor Phil? When he walks, demons are flying away. God is bragging about you. Have you seen Simon? When he's rapping, the heavens are open. He's bragging about you. Have you seen Pastor Ideal? When he begins to pray like an apostle. Things are happening in the spirit. That's my boy. <laughs> Have you seen Fortune when she's on her thing, on her stuff? Things are happening. God wants to brag about you. He wants to brag about you. He wants to brag about you. So he says, Have you considered my servant Job? And of course, Satan says it's not because you have put a hedge of protection around him. Is that not the reason why? And, and, and God said, no, it's not about that. Even though Job has a hedge of protection around him, he will praise me. And even if, if he doesn't have it, he still will praise me. So God dead the devil. And he said, put him through a process. And let's see what I'm going to do. And then the devil came and touched Job. And the Bible says, all the things that happened about Job. One person ran crying out, said, um, your cattle, your herds, everything that you have, a wild wind came, took it away, killed all the people who were looking after them. I alone, I'm left. And then another came and said, all your children who were feasting in their older brother's house. A wild wind came and took everything and everybody is dead. All your children are dead. That one, you don't understand that one. And we will not understand it. Amen. I'll say amen for you. You understand it. You don't want to. You will not. For you to raise a child, after you've raised a child through primary school, secondary school, university, and they all came for vacation, maybe. And something bad happens and all of them are gone. That's, that's, God forbid, a bad thing. That's how the song, It Is Well, came. It Is Well With My Soul. Uh, Tracy shared that in the teaching on Wednesday. That's how the writer of the song got the inspiration for that song, It Is Well With My Soul. He lost his family, lost his job, same day. Wife, kids, everybody. And then the song came, It Is Well With My Soul. And when Job heard the news, what did Job do? The Bible says, Job chapter 1 verse 20, the Bible says that Job fell on the floor and he worshipped God. What a response. What a response. He had a bad marriage. The wife told him, curse God and die. Bad marriage.
But Job understood. He said, the Lord give it. The Lord take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If I have, praise God. If I don't have, praise God. If it comes, praise God. If it doesn't come, praise God. Why? Because even if it comes, it doesn't change the fact that he is God. If it doesn't come, it doesn't change the fact that he is God. I'm in my process and I understand it. I'm heading for my promise. Hallelujah. I'm moving to the place where he has promised me. The Red Sea in front of you, the Egyptians behind you, you are in the middle of a fix. It's bad. That's the way we can say it. It's bad. And I may, I, I may be speaking your mind, but I may not be exact about your mind. But the truth is that God will take you to the other side. Don't worry. But you have to praise. It's a key. It's a key. You have to be praiseful, thankful. It's a disposition. This is the way I feel. I know I'm hurt. I know I feel bad. But I'm going to praise God. I'm going to praise God. How many of you would dare to give God praise? No matter what. That's the attitude. No matter what, I will praise him. Praise him. When life hits you on the blind side, you didn't prepare for it coming. You praise him. Praise him. There was a day I was, I was living with someone in Benin. <laughs> I didn't tell my dad. Because if I told my dad, he would have... <laughs> oh God. I was living with someone and all of a sudden the person decided that he doesn't want me to live in his house again. He threw me out of the house. I packed my things, not knowing where to go. Rain. That's the day rain decided to fall. Rain soaked me. Rain... I was drenched. My clothes, my bags, everything soaked. And he occurred to me. I said to myself, I'm in Christ. I'm born again. And I shook it off. But I was okay. I was okay. Why? Because that the trial of your faith is about your faith. It's not about the rain. It's not about the pain. It's about your faith. It's a decoy. The devil wants you, wants you to feel that it's about your family. He wants you to feel it's about your health. No, it's about your faith. That the trial of your faith may work out patience. Allow it to complete its work. Don't stop it. So don't stay stuck in the pain. I'm going to praise God no matter what. I'm going to praise God anyhow. If I have to praise him with one leg, I will. If I have to praise him with one hand, I will. At least I have one hand to praise him. Some of us complain we have headache. Our bodies, at least you have a head. I'm going to praise him no matter what. I will give him praise. My pain will not stop my praise. No. My predicament will not stop my worship. I will praise him no matter what. My process is for my building. My process is for character building. I am building patience. He's having his full work in me. And I will not cease to lift up my voice and praise him because he knows my voice. And he wants to hear from me even when all these things are happening. He wants to hear me say, Lord, I thank you. Just like Job in the middle of the situation, he wants to hear, Lord, I praise you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For weeping may endure for a night is coming. Joy. It's called joy.
you're entering into the Lord's place, into the joy of your Lord. It's coming. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I, I don't know who I'm talking to, but it's coming. It's coming. Your promise is coming. For this year, you are going to see a new dimension of God like you've never seen before. This year is your time. Don't let your pain stop you. Don't let it. It's a decoy. It's a distraction. Go beyond your pain and stay in the place of praise. You will step into promise. You will. Jesus who said, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured it. The grace to endure pain is coming upon you. The grace to endure the process is coming upon you. The grace to endure the predicament is coming upon you. You have, you have, there are things that, there are questions you can't answer now. The battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord's. So relax, calm down, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For I, the Lord, will surely do it. I will bring it to pass, says the Lord. So don't be moved. Don't be moved. Don't be shaking. Don't be shaking. Stand still. Having done all to stand, you stand therefore. Guarding your loins with the belt of truth. Your, your chest with the breastplate of righteousness. You have the sword of the spirit. All you need to do is stand. When the wind blows you by the side, a thousand will fall by your side, ten thousand by the other side. It will not happen to you. Only with your eyes will you behold and see for yourself the reward of the wicked. So just keep praising, keep praising. I will praise myself out of it. I will praise myself out of my pain. I will praise myself out of my predicament. I will praise myself in the middle of it. The Bible says giving God thanks in all things and for all things. I thank him for it and I thank him in it. The same. It doesn't matter. Anyone, I thank God because it happened. I thank God because it happened to me. But I know it's working for my good. For all things are working together for good. To them that love the Lord. And are called according to his purpose. Called to the promise. You are called to the promise. So it's working for your good. Are you still here? It's working for your good. It's all good. It's all good. Look at your neighbor and say it's all good. Tell somebody else, it's all good. For many of you, your, 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 your praise is too costly. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your praise is too costly. Don't, don't make your praise too costly. Let your praise be, be cheap. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, it doesn't have to be big. Praise him for anything. I'm praising for everything. Your praise doesn't have to be costly. No. God doesn't have to do something expensive before he deserves your praise. If he heals me of a headache, I will praise him. If he heals me of a leg pain, I will praise him. If it's a small testimony, I will praise him. If it is something small, somebody gives me a hundred naira, praise the Lord. There were, there were people who didn't give me money, but God chose you to give it to me. Praise the Lord. Somebody walked up to you, did not bless the neighbor who was sitting by your side, but came to you and blessed you. Thank him. Thank him. It doesn't have to be expensive. Many of us, we want to have everything all fixed. Nobody has everything all fixed. You can be broken, but praiseful. You can be broken, but a man of worship. You can be broken, but a worshiper. A worshiper. You failed, but I will praise him. 
I fail, but I will praise him. When I fall, I'm not going to make my Peter great. I will stand up and I will rise. For if the righteous falls seven times, he surely will rise again. I will give him praise. I will give him praise. How many praiseful people are here tonight? Lift your voices and give him praise in the middle of your situation. Give him praise in the midst of all that you are going through. Say, Lord, it doesn't matter if I understand it right now or not. But I praise you because you are God. You are able to bring me out of it. You are able to restore me. You are able to bring my joy altogether. You are able... This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.